The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com. Air drums this time. Nice. Thanks. Anyway, welcome to episode 61 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I am Jack, as always, joined by Casey. Hello. Uh, we are nine days later than planned. So there has been six games since our last podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll just, we'll only really talk about the last two. Uh, well, I say no, Huddersfield nil, Leeds two, Leeds two, Hull nil. 3-3 three, three against Cardiff, where we just made a complete fucking bollocks of it. 2-1 uh, loss to Fulham. 1-1 one, one draw with Preston. And then a run-of-the-mill 5-4 win away at Birmingham. Uh, we will go through the games in a sec. We are now, KC is six points clear because he got yes. dead-on scores for Huddersfield and Hull. Uh, so he's got 40, I'm on 34. So we'll do Preston and Birmingham. Because uh, even though the Cardiff game was very newsworthy, it's been done to death at this point. It was an aberration. Yeah. We don't concede that many goals in a game. No. Well, what was it? We conceded 10 in this first 21, and then we've conceded 10 since. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well. Uh, so, yeah, 1-1 v Preston on Boxing Day. The first half hour of this was the worst we have played under Marcelo Bielsa, including when we got battered by West Brom. I think this was the first game I've really looked in, and this is the first time I've really questioned why there isn't some level of squad rotation. You know, it is a busy time of year, and, and that our central midfield was wafer thin in that game. It was clicking Dallas, and it just didn't work. But And then you looked at the bench, and we, just, we had nothing else. Like, there was no other options. Yeah, because he clearly, even though we do, I do believe him that he rates him, he obviously doesn't trust Gotts. To just throw him in. I think it's because of the role they have to play in central midfield. It's so much more complicated. He'll trust the young centre-back. Because yeah. other than passing the ball out and splitting on a goal kick, you are just really a centre-back. You don't... But, you know, when you're centre-mid in this lineup, you forward, you back, you pull him wide all the time. You So it's a lot more complicated. But no, we are... Uh, in the end, like, we'll get through it fairly quick. In the end, we did deserve us point, but there was a point where I thought we were going to lose this game 3 or 4 now. Yes, I mean, second half, we... I wouldn't say... There was no point when you could really say we started playing well, but we started actually creating some chances. Mm. Um, you know, and I think Alioski is probably unlucky that he didn't come away from that game with a goal. I think he was the biggest threat in that game and he was our left back yeah he had that one when Costa chased that ball all the way down right and got to it played that one to Ian Ketty and crossed the Alyaski chance which in the write up that I did afterwards on through it all together plug uh, I said was an awkward ball to hit because it looked it from in the stand mm. but having seen it back on telly he just should have scored yeah. <laughs> and then the one he struck from 20 odd yards at the post yeah which was a really good strike um. Yeah, dude. I think we essentially stuck to just playing down the wings, and I think when the ball got to Costa and Harrison, they actually made quite good use of it for the most part. Mm. 
again, just in the first half, Preston did a really good job. They they played high up from goal kicks, stopped us playing out quickly, and we just didn't have an answer for it. Yeah, they, they pushed far forward to mark everyone, didn't they? And we just weren't getting out of it at all. The problem is, though, we were trying to... If we were playing well, we'd have still been okay. Because there was normally enough room for Kiko to play it short to someone. Mm. But on his good days, when he does play that ball short to Cooper and there's a man within five yards of him, Leeds still play their way out of that. Yeah. But, you know, Cooper wasn't on it with his passing, neither was Phillips. Or Ailing. Or Ailing, for that matter. So when they did still play the ball out, they'd give it away. And once the ball went long, I mean, Costa's quite tall, but he's not that good in the air. Mm. And Bamford, it was Bamford he's... versus three. Yeah. He... He couldn't really do much, but this was one of the, the games where we were slightly better with Nketiah on than Bamford. Yeah, I thought he he did a very good job actually moving into wide positions, yeah. dragging, dropping off the front as well. Yeah, dra- kind of dragging defenders away, um, and he's and he was running at defenders, which was quite nice to have a front three that are all between Costa Harrison and, and then Nketiah. You've got three players all with a bit of pace who are all looking to get by the defender. So we started playing a bit more direct and it caused them some problems. Yeah, I thought, yeah, in the end, good value for Boyd. It was a bit lucky with the goal, admittedly. Bit of a deflection. Yeah. Like it was a, was it, it was Ailing's pullback, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Ailing's pullback, Dallas hits it, deflection into the top corner. Like Dallas, I don't think he's suited to this centre mid role at all. No. But it, it was a big goal, popped up with a big goal and we needed that. Yeah, it was quite interesting because I think it was after that game Bielsa said that when Click plays at 10, he still also accept, expects him to play as the 8 as well. Yeah. He, he just basically expects him to do everything. Yeah, well, it's old ground we've been saying for, well, a year, a season and a half now. Yeah. We don't like Click as much as the 10 as as the 8. Uh, hopefully that should become less of a problem because Shackleton should be back soon and Roberts played 10 minutes against Birmingham. What about Adam Forshaw? Oh, he's dead. Like, actual dead. Harvesting him for parts yeah. now. Him and the Turner twins are dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, week, weeks, not months. Weeks, <laughs> not months. As Simon Grayson would say. But yeah, and then just your average run-of-the-mill away win. Birmingham City 4, Leeds United 5. This game was fucking mental. It was all going so normal 25 minutes in. Yeah, all right. 20, 20 odd minutes in, 2 0 up. Costa, by the way, it's gone very under the radar because of how mental the game was. That first goal was a great goal. Yeah. Cooper's header out was almost, although it was further back, it was almost like that header that led to the Hernandez 16 seconds goal against West Brom. Mm. Just got above everything, dominated it. Harrison runs. 50 yards, shows really good pace because that cat, that Dan Cowley that he's going past isn't slow. Yeah. Gets fouled, keeps going anyway. Great little through ball. Great touch from Costa. Cracking finish right in bottom mm. corner. That was a really good goal. A really nice to and like, And it's, it's when we, it's it, especially in these last couple of months, it's when we've looked out the most threatening is these counter attacks of just, and it, it was the same with the goal against Reading. Yeah of just the speed in which we can get up the field. Yeah, well, while you're on about that, that is why... I mean, Kiko had a bad game in this game. The second goal, there's an argument it's a foul, but I think he's got to be stronger. Mm. 
The third one, he just comes out and gets nowhere near it. And just before that first goal, there was one he came out and got nowhere near. Yeah. But I think that's the reason he's been a bit worse for that the past four weeks. Because there was somewhere he came out and did grab it. And he set us away on about four really good counter-attacks in this game. Yeah. And I think he's so eager to set up these counter-attacks that it's affecting some of his judgment calls. If yeah. it's 70-30 against him, he's coming. Because he thinks, if I get this ball... With pace we've got on break. We're in. We're, we're in. We're getting a shot in, in like when 15 we were seconds. When we were 4 3 up, we had one that came out, claimed, fruit ball out to Harrison, and we got in straight down the left and nearly scored. Yeah. And he really, for that, he, weirdly, in terms of setting up counter attacks, that's probably the best game he's had <laughs> for Leeds. It's just that he got the basics of goalkeeping wrong so much. Yeah. <clears throat> Very deep lying playmaker yeah. that he is. But no, the, uh, the second goal, we won it back from a throwing ball down the line that Enketia is 80-20 against to win. And he outstrengths Harding, which is some serious going because the guy's built bigger than him and about four inches taller, mm. at min minimum four inches. Uh, knocks him off the ball, lays it back to Dallas, cross, nearly falls to Enketia, comes off him, goes to Alioski, good little layoff. Harrison strikes it quite well with not much time. It's straight down the middle, though. It probably got saved. Massive deflection. Yeah. But again, good way. Harrison getting another goal and assist. And this is where I discovered the Jack Harrison gifts on Twitter. Yeah. Fantastic. It's my, <laughs> it's my, it's my new year made already. Yeah. But at that point, they'd barely had a kick, really. Yeah. We were 2-0 up, looked comfortable as out. And then for their, for their first goal... I mean, it was just dreadful from Leeds. But what you saw was that because we mark man-to-man -man all over the pitch, if that goes wrong, it can go spectacularly wrong. Yeah. Anyway, it was Harley Dean when he brought the ball out. So he's gone 50 yards with the ball. And Ketty is chasing him. Now, what Ketty needs to do there is have a bit of shit house Bamford about him and go, oh, we're all out of shape. And he's facing all the players, so he can see it. Just grab his shirt, pull yeah. him back, take your yellow card. But the bigger problems are further back. Like, he play, he comes out, gets up the halfway line. Cooper has run forward, I think, to mark someone. Alioski's in the middle because Bellingham's gone in field. Mm. No one covers. There, there Harrison has stayed no forward left, as well. There was just no left wing yeah. at all. Harrison stayed forward. Alioski's moved in field. Cooper's come forward. So when he plays that ball wide for Colan. He has 30 yards of space. Mm. So then thought someone has to come across, leaves Bellingham completely unmarked. Good finish. Just to say, he, for 16 years old, he's a hell of a fucking player. Yeah, he looked, he looked great in that game. He was their best player by a mile. Yeah. Uh, but good, good finish, because he couldn't do all about it. But everyone was following their man, and it only takes one of you to lose him. And then everyone yeah. is knackered. Because it's been interesting at times, because... Uh, I, I think I saw it more last season when you'd see times when, and he does it especially with the fullbacks, he'll have the fullback man mark someone. So you'd see Ailing or yeah. Barry Douglas did it a few times where essentially if the, if their man has drifted over to the right-hand side, you'll have both fullbacks on the same side. I like, think it's, it's a full man for man. I think that's one of the reasons why Douglas has struggled so much. Mm. Because he doesn't have as much pace. And... Even Dallas, who I'm sure... I don't know how I'm saying this, because it's not just fitness, who seems to be two yards quicker. Clearly, it was just 
too overweight. Yeah, he must have been. He must have been carrying a pound or something. (laughs) But no, that's why I think he struggled a bit. Whereas uh, Ailing and Alioski both can track the man. And Dallas, when he plays fullback, can really track his man. Yeah. I'm sorry, you know, I I don't know if we mentioned this before, actually. I know I've mentioned it to you in person, but... um, you know, with Barry Douglas, it, it looked like such a great signing, but that was him coming in, playing as a, f- a wing back the whole time. He, and he, he was basically a, playing as a winger. Yeah, he played, you know, played with a back three. So defensively, it wasn't their biggest concern, and especially in that very attacking Wolves team. Mm. And, and quite often a back three that had that Romain size playing in midfield ahead of it as the deep one. Yeah. Um, to free up Neves. So I think it was a bit tough for him then coming into this, you know, predominantly a back four where he is expected to play as as a fullback mm. and still do the work of a wing back as well. Yeah, when when you see him, he's suited more to a wing back in by a mile. Yeah, which is which is why I was saying that a couple of people on Twitter during the game were saying I I honestly don't think if if you were to bring Alioski out of this game that he would have been the first choice to come on. I think Dallas probably would have been your first the person he looked at to fill that gap. Yeah. Uh, our normal thing strikes again to make it to all. Set piece. Gone this one game. Back, just... back post header. Is, I think it's Bellingham that's in front of Casilla. Mm. And maybe it technically is a foul, but I'd be fuming if Leeds got this disallowed. So yeah. I just think it's bad goalkeeping. Jukovic's, you know, he's... Is a striker that scores plenty of goals. He knows what he's doing. Well placed, easy header in. Yeah, it was a poor goal. No, there was no, there was no. It was as soon as that first one went in, like just defensively, we just went to bed. Yeah, because we didn't really mention it, but the last twenty minutes of that first half, they were pretty much all of us. Yeah, like Jukovic just... missed a great chance not long before half time. They, yeah, they barely had a touch from kickoff to a score in that second goal. And then as soon as they got a goal, that was it. They were they were pretty you know pretty dominant from that point. Yeah, panic stations. But we managed to go three two in front. And honestly, that says a lot that you have to remember the order for this game. But this was a fucking unbelievable goal. Mm. Alioski down left beats his man. Great turn. Really good crossfield ball. Ailing's first touch goes inside that Bella, who he looks quite good actually. Bella. Yeah, uh, going forward at least. Great touch inside. And it, the way it's bouncing, you're thinking, it's it. But then you're also remembering it's ailing. Every shot he has goes, f- <laughs> goes 15 yards off a bar. But he absolutely rifles it. Slight bit of bend from outside yeah. of foot, in off the far post. Absolutely brilliant goal. It's so well taken, like you say, just coming from a right back who... It's funny, it's funny because he's... I, He's never been afraid to get forward, especially under Bielsa. He gets, he seems to get one or two chances a game when we play him well. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember the, the, which one of the earlier games it was we went to, which um, might have even been like the middle. I know the Middlesbrough game. I think he had a couple of chances early in the first half of that one as well. Which you know, I had a chance in that game. Mm. It was fairly comfortable, but um, yeah, nice to see Luke. Luke Ayling finally scoring a goal. He's been due one, hasn't he? He has been due one. That was the the movements and celebration of a man who wasn't entirely sure what to do. No, he wasn't sure what to do, but he knew that he really needed to celebrate (laughs) it. Now that that was an excellent goal. It's like I'm surprised he hasn't had more goals under Bielsa. Mm. Because obviously he got that 
header in he last season, and I think he got one more. But can you remember the first pre-season under Bielsa? He scored like two in the first three. Yeah, in pre-season, well, I mean, Bielsa thinks he can play anywhere. Yeah, and to be honest, like he does, he does just pop up on the edge of the eighteen-yard box. Well, uh, we'll come to it in a second. Uh, they equalise. Free kick from Pedersen, swung in, Kiko Casilla comes for it, he's nowhere near it. Oh. But also watching it back, it were clicks man and he's nowhere near yeah. him either. Uh, easy, flicked header when the keeper's not there. <laughs> yeah. Simple. But then our fourth goal, which is about a minute later, tops. Ailing gets the ball, comes inside with it, runs 35 yards forward down the middle of the pitch, plays it wide, gets it back on the edge of the 18-yard box, good little left football in and Dallas finishes it. Yeah. And just speaking of him popping up in positions, he's left centre of the penalty area. Yeah. <laughs> he, and uh, it's a good little finish from Dallas as well, who I know I said I don't think he suits this central midfield role, but he has got two in two from it. Yeah. <laughs> so from an attacking perspective, <laughs> um, yeah, like you say, nice finish. Um, just, it was, it was full on insanity by this stage. Yeah. Because it's just this mix of unfiltered attacking football with some horrendous defending. Yeah, both teams. Yeah. yeah. I, um, well, we'll come on to it, but the way Bielsa described it as after the game, it was Leeds in reverse. <laughs> you know, we take it clinical, taking all his chances, can't control the game, can't defend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then it was, on the, it was like the 91st minute, Wait, again, four all. Alioski ran forward with ball, took way too long on it. Uh, like, got knocked off the ball really easily and laid on the floor instead of chasing. Massive gap down the right hand side. That Bella, great cross. Jukovic's back post. It was a really good cross. I can understand. Casillo getting caught under that cross is fair enough. It was a really mm. good ball. And the defenders, the wrong side, but that's a really hard ball to defend. Yeah. Uh, and when that went in, was when Sarah came down to check I was okay. <laughs> because the noise that came out of my mind was, fuck's sake, you fucking useless... All of those words. Let's just assume bastards. Yeah, but uh. everything. I was <laughs> I was furious. Like, I was so mad when that goal went in. Because when we went 4-3 up, I went, right, just defend. And by this point, this is when we brought on Berardi to shore it up. <laughs> well... So what was it? Because that was 91st minute, I believe. Yeah, that was 91st. What was it? Six minutes added on? Yeah. This game was, like you said, madness at this point. And you just slumped on the sofa going, I don't know how we've done this. This is insane. Yeah. I I was, at that point, I was resigned. Yeah. And then... To be honest, in my head, I thought, there's every chance we're going to lose this now. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have shocked you, would no. it? But then, other end of pitch, uh, we get, Cornet comes out, Berardi does really well on edge at box. Gets Thank a touch you. on it, then makes a really good tackle to get it wide. Yeah. Good little ball from Costa, passing to Ailing. There's a defender coming over to Ailing who I think completely bottles it. Mm. I think if he just goes for that ball, he gets there. Yeah. And he slowed up because he's terrified of giving away a penalty because Ailing has his ways of winning things <laughs> like that. But he backs off, Ailing takes a touch, doesn't really close him down for the cross, but it's a really good ball across the front from Ailing. Yeah. Uh, Harrison's there to tap it in, but Wes Harding goes, nah, mate, you're not having the credit. <laughs> and runs in, and if you can hit a thunder bastard from four yards, 
that's what he did. He's absolutely smashed this ball into corner. <laughs> and I think the only saving, all hell broke loose. I think the only saving grace is that if if he doesn't do that, Jack Harrison is scoring. Oh yeah, he's got an easy tap. In. At le- so at least it's not as if it's not like a Gary Kelly special on goal where you go, Gary, there's no one around you. Why have you headed this into the bottom <laughs> corner? Um, yeah, just scenes. Yeah, I. I properly, as much as you can in your living room compared to it being an actual, actually at an away game, I lost my shit. I nearly broke the laptop. I, th- I think <laughs> I just dropped to my knees. I was, oh, thank God. Because I'd started, obviously, I'd, I'd start writing the stuff during the game. So I had a laptop on my knees. And I had already, and I did this on purpose. I always don't do the intro until as late as possible. And as soon as they went for all, I started writing. I put Leeds United threw away the lead three times to, and then when we scored this, oh, it was... i tell you what I noticed from this game as well. I'm watching it through Sky on the red button. My in, God. What, in 16-bit? <laughs> not, not only that, oh, it's such a hard game to watch without any replays at all. Oh, it's awful watching without it's replays. It's so difficult. Nine goals and not a single replay. <laughs> not even just... All right, let's slow it down. Maybe like one point five times digital zoom. Yeah, just no. You're gonna watch the celebration. You're gonna no. watch them jog back to the halfway. So no, I need to see these things. Yeah, it was the coverage on that red button is awful. Terrible picture quality. No replays. In the case of St Andrews, squeaky gate. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was doing my head. And at first, I was there like, and I'm sure everyone else was just going. Someone like going in and out outside, or something. looking at, and, you know, I, I, knowing my neighbours relatively well, none of them have a metal gate that they're going through, especially that often. By the way, what time did you put the coverage on? Was it like right at kickoff, or did you hear the little bit of build up? I think I heard the little bit of build up. If I remember, did right. you hear the commentator's sound test? No. Right. Everyone shat themselves because they weren't paying attention. Game hasn't started yet. Why would you be paying attention? You're reading Twitter or you're talking to someone. And at two minutes to three, all you hear is, and it's a goal for Birmingham! <laughs> Birmingham take the lead here at St. Andrews. What? <laughs> What's wrong with the picture? <laughs> Why you decided that would be a sound test? Just to be a dick, I think. Because <laughs> he knows it's mostly Leeds fans watching. <laughs> Well, we, yeah, for me on the red button anyway, I know plenty of others as well from Twitter, were probably 90 seconds or so behind the actual game, because obviously... Yeah, I wasn't really on... I was on Twitter, but I wasn't reading it. I was just doing updates for it altogether. So I never had this problem. Yeah, I had, I had a couple of goals spoilt by it refreshing and just seeing, like... <laughs> It was just one of those that just goal four four and you go. I'm watching the build up when it's still four three to me. Go, oh for God's sake! It don't bother. I'll tell you what. I actually, if if the opposition's going to score, I like it getting spoiled because I don't get as angry. Because I it just that I, th- I think it's displaced anger. I get yeah, at this point that twenty thirty seconds just allows me to prepare. They're going to score in a minute. That ball's going to box. <laughs> He's going to head this in. Ah, oh, four four. Yeah. Um, what did you make of Nketiah's performance? Because it's the first time he started uh, in a long time. I thought he did quite well. I don't think he was amazing, 
but I thought he led the line much better than he normally does. I thought he showed good strength. Some of his hold-up play in that first half was really good. Yeah, I, I thought he did quite well there. Uh, I think like it, said, I think it rains. I give him like a seven. And I think outside of like you say for the first goal, because it's really funny the way he closed down for that first goal because it's like he loops his run to close down the defender. Like he kind of loops behind him, then starts yeah. chasing. And like you say, he, he just and I don't know if it's just because of his age, well, and experience, whatever. It's just, he just should have pulled him. It's down. because he couldn't risk getting a book in for when he had to dive later. Well, yeah, true. Which I haven't seen back. I haven't seen a good replay of back. Um, in real time, I thought it was a dive. At the, I think at best it was really, 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 really soft and not a penalty. Yeah. And at worst, it were dive. But I haven't actually seen a good replay of that because it doesn't get in the highlights packages. Yeah. Because they've got nine goals to fit in. <laughs> um, in this game, obviously, like White and Cooper weren't anywhere near the best. Defensively, weirdly, because they both got quite good ratings because of what they did going forward, Ailing and Alioski weren't particularly good defensively. Mm. Ailing got man at match for me, and it, but not to do with any of his defensive stuff. Well, I don't know if you've seen. Um, I saw it before, just before I came down here, um, the average position map for Leeds, and the back four is kind of as you'd assume. You you know. White and Cooper, your two deeper players, and then Ailing was probably in line with Phillips. And Alioski is, is standing behind Jack Harrison. Yeah. The thing is, though, that because it's an average position map, that doesn't really tell a story. That could just... If, if Harrison is covering Alioski when he goes forward, their average will both be in the middle. I'm saying now that neither, neither seem to be covering the oh, other. Oh, no, but there, there was loads of times where there was a big hole down that side, so it is like that. But if you took an average and they covered each other perfectly, yeah. the average would be they're both in the middle. Mm. So it's mm. it's harder to tell. Well, Harrison seemed to be where the other, where you sort of parallel to Costa. Yeah. <laughs> whereas, whereas Luke Ayling thought, bit deeper. Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> uh, the other thing from this game, well, it, wasn't, it was good to see Roberts back. Yep. Uh, he barely touched the ball in the 10 minutes he was on, but the couple of little touches he had were nice and he made one good tackle. Yeah. Uh, it's more to give us that option to play in midfield and drop Click deeper. But if people could get fit, I really think Click needs a rest. We said similar this time last year and then he scored the two goals against Rotherham. Yeah. But he really, in this game, he looked knackered. Yeah. And I it's also the first time I've ever seen this the last 15 minutes, Alioski looked knackered. I've never seen him look tired before. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the reason I missed the ailing goal. Is I was kind of saying to someone on Twitter, like, this is... And I've said quite a few times, I wish Bielsa would use his subs in games because... Particularly the ones where we're like... Like when we were free and fought... When we were battering Borough. Yeah. There's no reason. That, that's, that's when Gotts and Stevens should be playing 20 minutes every two or three games coming off the bench, just just to give them some experience. Mm. So that then, if you're having to throw them on, you know, the, the fact was that he, that Gotts was seemingly minutes away from starting against Preston. Out of yeah, because there was somewhat up with Click. It, yeah, see, Click passed a seemingly a late fitness test. Mm. And how you can go from, you know, 30 yards, uh, 30 yard appearances on the, on the bench, not getting on, to all right, you start in centre mid with Stuart Dallas, mm. was, 
is a mystery to me. You know, it, they need this get this game time, and, and I know Bielsa isn't a uh, you know he doesn't he's not a sentimental person, but if you've got the faith in these players, put them on for fifteen minutes. Just give yeah. them a run. Just fair enough, not doing it in this Birmingham game when everything's all of it shop. But that but this is that's but why, like two two nil up against Hull with some time left. But at the same time, you've you've got all this stuff going on around you at Birmingham. And then you look at the bench and there's no one you could look there and think they're really none of them are suited to this. No. Like I say, outside of putting Barry Douglas on at left back and just telling him to sit deep. Yeah. There was no one else really there you'd have looked at, thought, yeah, go on. Have so a go. One of the other things that was weird in this, there was a long period where we were three at the back. And when we three at the back, when they're on the pitch, it's pretty much always Ailing right centre back, white in middle, Cooper left centre back. Mm. And then you can put Dallas and Alioski at wing back. Yeah. And instead, it was White on the right, Phillips in the middle, Cooper on the left, Ailing Alioski. Yeah. So we had the players to not have anyone out of position. <laughs> Could have kept Phillips in midfield, played Dallas at wing back, which he's much more comfortable with than centre. Yeah. Now, Phillips centre back, Dallas central midfield. It was a really weird thing to do because. It just, that's why I think his defence has dropped off so much because his midfield just isn't controlling the game anymore. Yeah, the, these last two games. And they, they're also not playing as well, but mm. they're under so much more pressure than they were. The, these last two games, and I, I said to you coming away from the, the Preston game, that game was screaming out for Adam Forshaw, just yeah. someone who, just a calm head, put his foot on the ball, do his little circle turn, and, you know, just pick out a pass and, and again, against Birmingham, we needed it, and it just wasn't there. Yeah, but unfortunately, he's dead and never coming back. <laughs> uh, there has been a little bit of news. Uh, Jack Clark, well, he's going back. He's already gone back. Officially tomorrow, but yes. Yeah, yeah he's gone. Uh, not surprising, just didn't work. No, um, I, I, hope he get, I hope he gets himself a, a decent loan move and gets some first-team football now, because there's definitely potential there. You know, We saw it last season. Um, and I think, I think there's been times this season when he again this you know with how congested the championship fixture list could be. There's times when he's been on the bench and you just think, put him on for 20 minutes, rest Costa, rest Harrison, mm. um, and and we just don't do it. So, now uh, they've said he's going to go back to Spurs, spend most of January there, and then go out on loan. I think Mourinho, United's trying to sell himself as new Mourinho. I have faith in you if I don't need all this transfer budget. New Jose. Yeah. I think he might play him in FA Cup third round. If he plays him in the FA Cup, does that mean he would still be able to go on loan? It can. Oh, no, because you Because he has played for us in the league. Yeah, you can. Well, I, I was thinking that was league games, but you might be right. You can't. I thought it was just two. You couldn't play for more than yeah, two. Yeah, I was thinking a, it was in, in the season. league. You can't do that, but you're right. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, he won't do. Uh, I do think the loan move will be somewhere down south, or somewhere near in and around London, to help yeah. him settle down there. Uh, I think I saw he was linked with Brentford, but I don't see that happening because they've got like Ben Rama and mm. Watkins and, and Buemo on, yeah. on the wings. So I don't think he'd get in their team. I don't even think a league. A League One club would be the worst move for him. Where you have him, on, where he would probably be the best technical player on the if field. You, if you're gonna send him to League he's, One, he's got to be a good team there. It's, send him to Sunderland, where pressure's really on. 
But I, I think, think I was thinking Peterborough. I think he'll go to like Reading. Yeah. You know, decent sized crowd. Mm. Just doesn't make much noise. Decent, you know, relatively. They've been in Premier League relatively recently, and it's down south, and it will help him settle. Yeah. Uh, them. I hope it isn't, but Luton maybe. I can't see it being Luton. I t- I, and I think to be honest, in a, in a struggling championship side, if you look at what Clark has done this season, anyway, mm. and he's not the player you want to go for, is he? No, not really. Because, I mean, I did see a story saying Fulham, but I can't say that for a second. He doesn't even get near their team. No, especially that attack line. Yeah. Uh, more importantly for us, it, this is still not confirmed, but it's everywhere. And is going back. I mean, when did you see, have you seen the fan shot bit of when he got subbed off? No. When he got subbed off for Roberts with 10 minutes left, he like turned and did the double arm wave to the crowd. Mm. Which might not be his last game because by the sounds of it, he's going back on the second and he's going to be in the squad against yeah. West Brom. It's it's a shame if he goes back, but again, you can fully understand why why he'd be recalled. Yeah, it's it's been a bit unlucky because... Now, admittedly, I saw a... I think it was Phil Hare was saying about this and I think he's right. Bielsa has never been as keen as Orta was on this one. Mm-hmm. So this really enthusiastic PowerPoint and sales pitch that he gave to Arsenal, no, he's he's going to really go and he's going to be in the team. Yeah. I'm sure he meant it. Mm. But Bamford, his record with Bamford was really good. And Bielsa played Bamford. And then when Bamford did play badly, he dropped him. Yeah. But Nketiah got injured at that exact moment. Like with a... Who was the keeper we had last season? Jamal Blackman. That was it. Similar yeah. thing when when he was he's finally going to get, get his chance. game. Oh, he's in. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. So that was a bit unlucky. And then Bamford came back in because he was injured, and then that's when he hit that really good bit of form. Yeah, he's got got a few goals since. So you can't. It's this is sort of a it's it is a bit of a no one's fault situation, mm. but because it's Leeds and we know what it's like, all you're seeing is. Playoff final, Leeds nil, Bristol City one, and Ketia. Yeah, that's, 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 that's all you can see in your mind. Yeah, it'll make everyone at, uh, at Bristol City happy if if that's where he ends up going. Which yeah, I, it sounds like they're big favourites. Uh, it was linked with them, and then it was also Forest and Brentford and Chef Wednesday. Yeah, Forest. I mean, he'd get in their team and he'd probably score goals. Uh, Brentford would be a prop they've been playing Ollie Watkins and they could just move him wide mm. and that would give them really good options because they do rotate the forward players yeah Bristol City because they've been trying so hard they would just put him in the team and that's that yeah you know they'll either play him on his own or they'll switch to two up top and play him with Jeju mm. so I think elsewhere he will get the football he needs he won't be in as good a team and he won't have as good a coach no and I really do think I'm not just saying this because I'm a Leeds fan. I honestly think he'd learn more from staying here and having Bielsa and yeah. playing a bit part role than he would from playing at Bristol City. It's it's a shame, I think, that Bielsa is as rigid to his, his plans as he is because th- there's no world, I think, in which, especially in this day and age, that Bielsa is going to play two up top 
a two out and out strikers. Not but for I'll, more than not for more than twenty five minutes. No, but I would have liked to have seen those two play together, him and Bamford, because I, I think that could have worked. It could have. I mean, he played a little bit of three five two with Harrison and Bamford at one point. Yeah, and at Luton, he brought he, he played them both and dropped Bamford off. Yeah, but no, he, he doesn't was, do it often. And there was the period last season. There was a couple of weeks before he got injured when we had Bamford up front and Roof playing at ten. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a shame. Like it, you know, if if and when he does go back, it it isn't quite this simple. But this loan not working out. I mean, we only had the money to do it because we sold Roof. Mm. But it does make you think. God, could we not just? spunked a bit of money and given Roof another contract. I, I still think it was a mistake letting Roof go. He's been the proven mi- at this level The for mistake a of with years, Roof yeah. wasn't selling him in the summer. It was not giving him a contract the previous summer when he had yeah. two years left. Mm. Before he had the really good season, you could have probably got him on a free four-year deal at 17 grand a week. How much did he end up leaving for? Seven million with one year left on his deal. Which, which tells you that you've, you know... If you do that with even with eighteen months left, you can you can probably get double figures then. Yeah, I say if I'd have got him on the new contract a year earlier, it'd have been fifteen to twenty grand a week, four mm. year deal. As soon as Bamford comes in on thirty, he needs thirty. Yeah, you know, there's no. It's perfectly reasonable for him to ask for that, but it's a, it's a shame. But it, I can understand how it ended up happening. From what Phil Hay has said, uh, Leeds are looking at Ryan Brewster, but I don't think that's happening for a second because Liverpool are like sticklers for no, they have to play. Yeah. And we put financial penalties in if you don't play them. Yeah. They did it with that Marco Grujic when he went to Cardiff. It was like, oh, yeah, the loan's 400 grand, but if you don't, play, if you don't pay him, it's two and a half million. Yeah. You know, it's... So I think Swansea are keen on him, and I think that's where he'll go, because I think they'll play him. Mm-hmm. He says Leeds' number one target is Che Adams. So if he's saying that, then there is something to it. I can't... I've been saying that that's totally unrealistic. Mm. And I still stand by that. I still don't think it'll happen. But apparently, the thing I didn't factor in is, apparently Southampton might buy two strikers in January. Yeah. And I suppose at, one, at that point, you're not even looking so much for a loan fee, you're just looking for someone to take on at least a portion of the wages. Yeah, well, I, the, from what I looked like he was saying, it would be if they signed two strikers, they might make him available for loan to championship, mm. possibly view to a future fee. Yeah. Because they, they probably wouldn't want to just give up on him, but they might go, look, we've got these two and Ings... And they've still got Long, haven't they? Yeah. And they've got that Musa Gineppo, who he's really good. Yeah. And then the that young lad, that Michael Obafemi, he's quite good as well. So they would, if they are signing one or two strikers, he could. That could make him available. Yeah, and, and Adams that... would have a better chance of playing in a Bielsa system than Nketiah. Yeah. I suppose as well. At that point, when you're not so much looking to, as as Southampton would be, you're not really looking at player development. 
it doesn't really matter to you at that point how much game time he actually gets. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, what, what is he now, 24, something like that? Yeah. He is what he is already. Like, last season was a bit of a freak season. Uh, John McKenzie on that old Stats Outway account, or it could have been Josh Hobbs, one of them did. They put up some stats about his uh, XG conversion and stuff, and last year was a bit of a freak season in terms of finishing. Mm. Like, you have to, like, he got two at Ellen Road, didn't he, that were both not great shots that Peacock Farrell let in. Yeah. And things like that. But, I, I mean, I would snap your hand off. For us, if we were to have two centre-forwards to play that role in the Bamford and Che Adams, yeah, that would be brilliant. I just don't think it'll happen. Uh, it's like I thought about Lyle Taylor at Charlton, but I think he'd be too much to sit on the bench. Mm. And he's already like 29. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it does make you wonder at this point, again, looking at using young players, why... Ryan Edmondson still hasn't been given more of a chance. Why he hasn't had any any minutes at all yeah. since Bielsa did give him a game like the start of last season. He came off the bench, mm. but I it just appears that Bielsa doesn't rate him as highly as the fan base does. Yeah, it just it just it seems an odd one. You know, someone who you know, and I know he's been here a couple of years now, but when you sign a sixteen-year-old who's rocking up already six foot two and and as wide as he was, yeah. And he's a really good finisher. Yeah, which is still and as much as much as I've come around to Bamford this season, I still wouldn't describe him as a great finisher. Mm. So, you know, I would have I would like to have seen him at least make a couple of sub appearances again and just have a look. Yeah, I think if again against Middlesbrough, if you throw him in for the last twenty minutes, what does it matter? Yeah, I think if Enkettia goes back, surely he has to come onto bench then. Because I, I, I know, I actually, the way that I put it in the article about him going back was that that would bump Edmondson up. But I'd still say that in Bielsa's head, it would be Bamford, then Roberts, yeah. then Jack Harrison, Stuart Dallas, <laughs> and then probably Edmondson. Kiko. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they said was Leeds, it'll probably be a maximum of three. It'll be a winger, striker, and if Casilla gets banned, an experienced keeper to be back up to Meslier. Yeah. Which I think, if that, if they mean that, I think that's in the way Liverpool signed Andy Lonergan. Yeah, did, did Rob Green actually retire? Or yeah, just, okay. he did retire. I did, because I did hear... Um, and he's been this, burning his bridges in the media as well. So he, um, <laughs> Yeah, I did hear when he when the allegations against Kiko first came out that, that allegedly leads a bit in touch with him. Yeah, I didn't hear that. About coming until the end of the season, um, but I think that's the sort of deal yeah. you'd be talking about. Someone to come in on low wages, just to be an experienced head there, so that we don't have. If you know, Meslier, Meslier, Miazek, Huffer. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm actually fine with those three. Yeah, I don't think we'd need one that much, but if they want an experienced head, it is understandable. Yeah, I mean Huffer did. Fine in those couple of games. Was yeah. it just the one game? It was just one, I think. It was for Bristol City at home. We won 2 0. Yeah. With his lovely pink boots, matching gloves. Uh, don't say that. He has no idea what colour they are. <laughs> it's true. It's colourblind. Yeah. <laughs> That's great when you, you get uh, a team to have to change the strip they're playing in because you can't <laughs> distinguish between yours and theirs. Yeah. But um, now it's, it is a shame about Nketiah and. I really want him to stay, but even though it's not fully confirmed yet, the, the noise is how he's not. Someone needs to phone Ian Wright, what get him I, on the blower. What I'm hoping is 
for him to give us a really good going away present, probably off the bench, against West Brom on New Year's <laughs> Day. <laughs> my, the, wor- my words after the Birmingham game, God help us if we defend like that against West Brom. Yeah, we. I know that we ended up winning that game, but vast improvement is needed. Yeah. Like, if we play like that, we will get battered. Pereira will have a field day. Like, they're not even in the greatest of form. Mm. Like, I think of the last four, I think we've drawn a couple, won one, and then we got beat 2-0 by Middlesbrough Yeah, on Sunday. Uh, have you seen Ashley Fletcher's goal, by the way? I still haven't seen it, no. Uh, I haven't seen the first goal, because it was Ayala put one up, and then 90th minute, Fletcher got one. But it's a volley from, like, 40 yards. I might have to give Ashley Fletcher some credit here. Yeah. Oh, it's a fluke. Because <laughs> I really don't rate him. Keeper's miles off his line and he's got loads of time. If you gave me enough goals, I'd be able to do it. <laughs> you know. that's, that's how I judge how difficult a goal is, by the way. Could I do it if you gave me loads of goals? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so, like, you know, Gareth Bale's overhead kick in the Champions League final. You could give me a million goals. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Lobbing the keeper from the halfway line when you've got plenty of time and space. If you give me a lot of goals, I could get one right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. I think there'll be one change. I think Bamford will come back in because it sounds like he'll be fit. That's what that's what they said about Forshaw. Right, yeah, if he's fit, I would quite like to see a way where Roberts comes in, click drops into the eight. Because I just think as midfield is more settled, even though it's a more attacking midfield on paper. Mm. Against one of the better sides in the league away from home. Yeah. I just, I do not like this midfield balance we've got at the minute at all. No, I, I think the way I described it on Twitter with, with Click and Dallas, they've just kind of become two generic centre mids. You know, like you say, it's great that Dallas has got two goals from inside the penalty area in, in consecutive games, but at the same time, like just watching him as, as a centre midfielder, I, I don't entirely understand what his role is. Because he doesn't, he doesn't fulfil the click role. You know, he doesn't kind of arrive late into the penalty or anything like that. He's not even a, though he scored two in the last yeah, two games. <laughs> he he's not a ten. You know, I certainly didn't really play there, mm. and he's he doesn't do the defensive work of Calvin Phillips either. It's no. it's a bit weird. I don't think that'll happen. Though. I think it'll be the same except Bamford up front. Yeah. Um, West Brom's squad is really good. Mm. Like Sam Johnson in goals, really good. Three main centre back options: Bartley, Semi Ajayi, Ahmed Agazi. All three of them are good. I think it'll probably be Bartley and Ajayi. I was going to say Ajayi's looked good this season. Well, um, I, when when as soon as that came up that he was leaving Rotherham for about two million quid, I I was saying mm. we should be all over that. Well, he's got because he scored that thunderbolt against us last yeah. season, didn't he? But say, his passing out from the back isn't up to the standards that we go with but with some training it probably could be and he'd, we'd, I still feel like we were centre-back short he, could, he can play centre-mid as well can't he I think, yeah. Roth, I think Rotherham used him at centre-mid yeah. a few times so he'd be good um, Daniel Furlong and Nathan Ferguson are both good young full-backs who've been getting the nod lately uh, but they've also got Kieran Gibbs that left England international Kieran Gibbs yep uh, I'm going to say England international but didn't you go see his debut I did against Hungary yeah. Right after the triumph that was the South Africa World Cup. Because <laughs> uh, they'll be 4 2 3 1, in, almost certainly. Uh, centre mids will probably Jake Livermore and Romain Sawyers. Romain Sawyers is maybe the best centre mid in the league. He's one of them. Yeah, and, and at this point, how long has he been in the league now? Oh, of ages. He's, he, he, could, he could step up and play Premier League 
No problem. Yeah, I don't think, especially playing against him, I don't think I've ever seen him really have a bad game. No. Uh, and they've got that Philip Kovinovich as well that's on loan from Benfica. He's good. Mm. Uh, and they now have a 38-year-old Gareth Barry who did start against Middlesbrough and I'm going to say that's the entire reason that they lost because <laughs> Gareth Barry has been shit for three years. He wasn't when he was younger. He is now. <laughs> <laughs> he was shit from about 32 onwards when, when his, <laughs> what pace he had kind of abandoned him. Um, when did he resign? Uh it was in sort of in the summer, but there was some like legal wranglings about him getting out of his Everton contract. Yeah. So it didn't actually get confirmed while like late September, early October, because it was a freebie, but they had to sort out him being made a free agent. Yeah. Everton were good with it; they just couldn't get it all sorted. I think. Yeah. Uh, Matt Phillips will play on right. He's good, quick. Good finisher, powerful. Another decent championship player. Yeah. He's, he, again, he's been around for a while because I was always impressed with him at Blackpool yeah. when he first kind of broke through. The best option at left wing is that Grady Dean Garner that's on loan from West Ham. But with everything that's going on at West Ham, he might not play. Yeah. Because uh, they reckon he might go back. Because to David they, Moyes. Because they need him. I cannot believe they've rehired <laughs> David Moyes. Although, I think, they'll, I think, you know, they'll still stay up. I don't think that West Ham team were going to go down. No, I don't think they were either, but apparently one of Gold or Sullivan, one of the Dildo brothers, liked him and didn't want rid of him for Pellegrini, mm. and the other one won out and they got it. So now that that didn't... Manuel Pellegrini's won the fucking Premier League. <laughs> yeah. David Moyes took a Premier League... Well, no, not current Premier League winning side, but he definitely made... A a title contending team worse yeah and he made Sunderland worse and he made Sofia Dad worse I always but forget about he did, Dad. but when he got the West Ham job he actually did alright at West Ham <laughs> so, uh, but yeah so he might not play that uh, young one that Kyle Edwards played last time out mm. so he'll probably stay in number 10 they've got one of the best players in the league Mateus Pereira yep he's fucking awesome why is he in the championship and they're going to get him permanent as well Oh, it, is that going to become permanent? It was yeah. in the lo- it was in the loan agreement. Apparently, nine million. Okay, it's, it's an it, absolute bargain. Is this an? Is it similar to the Costa deal, like an FFP workaround? Yeah, uh, uh, apparently so. Yeah, I think this one wasn't definite. They did have the option of not taking him up. Is he Benfica as well? No, he's Sporting Lisbon. Okay. I think I was starting to think there was there was some uh, links going on there. Yeah, but he's got like five goals, ten assists. He looked, he looked great, and he just he just looks. An unbelievable player. Uh, Al Robson Kanu started up front last time. It'll be him or Austin. But I think they might both play because I think Robson Kanu might play on the left. Yeah. Because Al Robson Kanu, for all he's not that great, he always plays well against us. Mm. Like every time. Uh, it's a very it's a very experienced championship team, that as well. There's a lot of players who good and proven at this yeah. level the full backs are young but everyone else mm. is very and solid fair, and fair play to West Brom they're, they're bringing in some good young players because yeah. then they started with that last season yeah well they've got them uh, that Kelly was good they've still got that Lakeem Harper but he's barely played this season mm. so I wonder if there's some he played a lot towards the second half of last season yeah. didn't he that's why I'm so surprised that he hasn't played at all this season yeah I mean they've still got like Sam Field but he's on loan at Charlton He's a good, he's and a good he's player. always looked all right, but yeah, these are a good side. Yeah, uh, I'm worried. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm kind of worried as well. Despite winning, I am very worried about this. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna go far as far as you, but I am gonna I'm gonna go with a one-one draw. Three-one to West Brom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't hold out much hope for that game. I'm just hoping that they're hungover yeah they proved me wrong uh, then when was your last away trip um, it's been a fair while now I'm just trying to think the last one I can remember that I think I think it's the last one we went to Blackburn yeah we got didn't we get beat Tommy Spur with a header yeah that's about three and a half four years ago Okay. Yeah, would that be the same season as... Uh, no, no, that would be the season later. So, yeah, because I'm just trying to think... Because outside of that, the only one, other one I'm remembering is when we, we sat in with the Bradford fans for the League Cup game, but I think that's the year before Yeah, that, that. was earlier. This, this was de- the Blackburn game was definitely post-Hocker Day. Yeah, I think this might... This could have been Steve Evans. Yeah, yeah maybe. Mm. But it's been a while. But anyway, we're off to Arsenal. Yes. For the second time. For your third time. Yeah. It's weird that the Emirates, I think that makes it my second most visited stadium behind Ellen Road. <laughs> if I don't count, like, you know, Weldon Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's just that stupid thing, unfortunately, of the powers that be deciding, oh, yeah, let's have the Merseyside derby on a Sunday afternoon, but let's have Leeds fans travel to London on a Monday night. Yeah. I need to check what time the coach leaves, actually. I imagine around one thirty-two. <laughs> yeah. I, I also should message uh, Woody from Uni, because he is a Wickham fan, but Arsenal are his second team, because when you spot Wickham, you do need a second yeah. team. Uh, just in case he's going... You'll probably be able to pick him out if he goes. Yeah, true. Now, the, uh, we, I'm really, I haven't written down any team news for this because I'm not sure what, I'm more wondering how strong do you reckon our team will be and how strong do you I reckon theirs Cl- will be? I think Click plays. Because he always plays. <laughs> Click and Phillips. <laughs> uh, You've got to imagine that a few, there's going to be a few players coming from the 23s. We, mm. we did it last season with QPR in the FA Yeah, we Cup. made like, didn't we change everyone except Phillips? Yeah, QPR. something like that. Because um, QPR was when Tom Pierce came on and then went off. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tom Pierce. Um, yeah, I, I imagine there'll be a few changes. And, and to be honest, even against Arsenal, who I dare say with the position there, and they'll probably put out a strong team now because they'll want to win something. Well, it's for the only chance. Yeah. I mean, they are still in Europa League, aren't they? Yeah. So they'll go after that. They'll make changes, but Arteta will want some wins. Yeah. Early, he's not gonna. And Especially, also, is Arteta's a Pep disciple, mm. so he's sort of a Bielsa disciple. Yeah. You know, he will, he'll be going into this thinking, "Ooh, managing against Bielsa, I need to put on the show here." Yeah. Imagine, and especially when you're less than a month into the job, and you lose to if you lose to a championship team, it's not a good luck. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really hope Robbie Gotts plays. I really hope he plays. Yeah. At least get some power. I don't care what position. I don't care if it's right back, right wing, centre. But just, just play him. I'm trying to think what changes we'll make because we're not going to. Tanojkov played in the cup last year. Yeah, he came off bench. Yeah, 
We, not, um, not Edmonton. Edmonton will be in the squad for this because mm. we don't have any other strikers. Because Nketi will have gone back. In fact, he'll be starting up front for us. <laughs> no. if, if, if it wasn't for that two club rule that you mentioned before, yeah. then that'd be nailed on, wouldn't it? Yeah. God, it'd be I, upsetting I, if he put us out of the yeah. FA Cup, then knocked us out of the playoffs as well. I think Kiko will keep his place in goal. I don't think he should. I think we should play Mesley here because we might need him soon. Yeah. And it'd do him good to play a game. Mm. Uh, back foot. You see, that's the problem. Berardi in for whoever's more knackered out of White and Cooper. Probably White because he hadn't had a rest. Yeah. Uh, Douglas left back because yeah. he's the one that is rested. But right back as options are ailing or Dallas for both play every week anyway. Yeah. So that, that'll stay fairly strong. I think Phillips will stay in because Phillips always stays in. Mm. Speaking of the Phillips role, where's Alfie McCalmont? It's very odd that he's not on the bench because again, it must be. In, has he been injured? I haven't right. kept. I haven't actually kept up with the last couple of twenty three games. I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, it's odd, especially these last few weeks when we've just not had a centre mid on the bench. Yeah. I mean, hopefully by then Shackleton will be fit enough to start. Yeah, that'd help. Well, use it like a twenty three game. Give him forty five minutes. Yeah, click click will need a rest. Oh, sorry. There's your right back is Shackleton. Yeah, all gots. Yeah. Could play anywhere. They're the same person. Relatively relatively small, energetic, centre mids that can also play that that'll run all day and are quite quick. That was um Shackleton's write up for the uh uh Leeds United Street Fighter thing in the square <laughs> ball, wasn't it? That Jamie Shackleton can interchange into any number of Leeds United youngsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh so they'll do well. Um Harrison will probably get rested because he won't have had one yet. He plays every week now, doesn't he? So maybe... This would be a great game to play Jack Clark. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe Costa on the left, Stevens on the right, maybe? Yeah. Uh, We haven't got any other strikers, so I think Bamford will stay in front. Yeah. Roberts will play as the 10. The only way that Bamford gets rested is if Roberts plays up front. Temenushkov. But there'll be a few of them on the bench, like Stroik and... He might even put Stroik and Casey on the bench for this one. Yeah. Because they keep interchanging on the subs bench, don't they? Yeah, it was Casey this uh, against Birmingham, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it was Stroik the one before. It was a bit... From what I've seen of them, I think I rate Casey higher. Because mm. I think there's not a great deal between them now and he's like three years younger. Yeah, was it... It was strike this year that he was going to be out of contract, wasn't he? And then we yeah, extended I think so. it. Yeah, because, well, I said, I was on, we were on about it last season, but strike I thought, was for the chop. And then second half of last season, he was brilliant all of a sudden. Yeah, and the, the 23s won the league, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I thought it's a, it's a tough move to let the captain of the under-23s well, go we, we straight did let, after winning the we league. We did let the captain of the 23s go straight away. Wait, who was that? Hugo Diaz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was strike. Yeah. No, uh, Paul the, Hugo the other thing is that, yeah, but he got a decent move. He went to like Getafe. Yeah. Uh, Been to Getafe. Yeah. They're, um, they'll make changes as well. Like that Emiliano Martinez is their second choice keeper now, isn't he? Mm. After Leno, so he'll play. If they rotate their defence, their first choice defence isn't good. Yeah. You know, like Rob, do I back out us to be able to get at Rob Holding and Callum Chambers? 
Yes. Yeah. There's no reason why not. Uh, Maitland Niles at right back maybe he plays a decent amount in first team. He's mm. quite good. Uh, in midfield, they've got plenty of options because they don't. They haven't been playing like Danny Ceballos mm. and be like that. So you'll get good players there. Aubameyang's making noises about wanting to leave, so I doubt he'll play in this. I'm not surprised. Yeah, well, he should. I mean, he's 30 <laughs> now. He needs to go to Bayern or <laughs> Bayern to win things or Barcelona or Real. Yeah, he's really good, and Arsenal is shit. Yeah. So, but they'll play like that Martinelli, who's quality. Yeah. Uh, Bukayo Saka maybe on the wing he's really good Nicholas uh, Bentner up front yeah Bentner up top Lord <laughs> uh, so it, I don't look I'm not going into this thinking we're going to get anywhere and to be honest I don't really care if we get knocked out I don't, I'd only want us to have a bit of a run if it just meant a few of the younger players were going to get yeah. some game time yeah if you if you, if you more, sneak your way con- if you sneak your way into quarters yeah. Start putting the team out. But it's so low priority compared to the league. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say, I do think we'll score. I'm going to say, in fact, I'm going to say because it'll because I don't care and they'll make me care and then take it away from me. 2-1 defeat and it'll be a late winner. Yeah. Henri off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Zach Thompson played him on the side. What was he thinking? Zach... Could have all been so much, but poor Zach Thompson. Well, oh, then it's definitely Shackleton at right-back because we actually have previous for playing young centre-mids at right-back yeah. at the Emirates pause that on the Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> but will Martin Keown get hit in the head by a stray ball again? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know, but my gut says maybe. <laughs> well, again, what were BT thinking, putting Martin Keown and Robbie Savage in front of the Leeds fans? Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. Well, that was the game where Robbie Savage accused the Leeds fans of being sexist because they were singing about someone being shit and blonde because the presenter was there. What was it? Shit Gabby Logan. Yeah. And he went, fucking so sexist. And then everyone went, no, we were singing it to you, you thick bastard. (laughs) Just to say we were throwing hot dogs and she just went, not with those prices, Robbie. (laughs) Not a chance. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, 2-1 defeat. Uh... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one one. Do we don't get replays, do we? Nick? No, you or still do. Later on? It's the fifth round, I think, where that stops now. Why they haven't just binned them off completely, I don't know. But in a way, in the third round, I'm glad they still do have them, just in case a League Two club manages to get a replay with Premier League club or something. Because yeah. it is, it makes a difference to them. Yeah, and it'll make a difference to us. We'll get a million and a half out of this. It could help with a our audacious loan move for Dwight Gale that will be all over the press. <laughs> Because it will be, if 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 I don't see ten stories about that between now and the fourth of January, I'll be amazed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what might be your last game before you fuck off? Yes. Yeah, so, It'll definitely be the so, last one you go to because the next one's away. Sort of all being well is an odd way to say it. all being well. Hopefully, this is the last game I I go to. Yeah. But that is very much dependent on the, the U.S. government's. Stance Approval. on letting you know fucking horrendous on, human let's, beings let's like you. Before you say anything, there is every chance they're listening to this because in they asked for all my social media profiles, oh. so they're going through those. Right. Well, I mean, I just hope they don't hear about you and Abdul <laughs> <laughs> and that that training weekend you had in the mountains of Afghanistan. <laughs> 
If I don't get in now, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. Ah, it'd be hilarious <laughs> if you didn't get in on the terrorism charge. We had one fan. He was uh, Christian Lawley. There's fans with uh, Shake Robert up. <laughs> I I I haven't listened to the Square Ball Christmas message because I was I'm, fucking I'm, magical. I'm not sure I can get through six and a half minutes <laughs> of it without throwing up. It was brilliant. Uh, hopefully, this will be brilliant. Saturday, eleventh, Chef Wednesday at home. Yeah, we've got to overturn a rare nil nil, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, nil nil, which is rare for us in any existence since I've been a Leeds fan. With the Except, exception sorry, of the, sorry, yeah, take out the George Graham era and yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they got beat. They've lost the last two. Got beat by Stoke and then got beat by Cardiff. Um, of course they did. They're in. You know, if you're in the top eight, you, you're losing more games than you're winning at the moment. It does seem a bit like, that, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to back us. I'm just trying to think because their squad is it's a good squad, but it's not a great one. Like Stephen Fletcher's playing well mm. because. One thing that I have to give Gary Monk is good at getting a traditional number nine scoring. Yeah. Like he's done it a few places now. He got Che Adams and Jukovic scoring at Birmingham. He got Chris Wood scoring yeah. at Leeds. Uh, obviously, if Tom Lee's at back, he's quite good. Dominic Iorfa, he's all right as well. Tom Lee scored, didn't he, the other weekend? Uh, if he did, I didn't see it. I can't remember, to be honest. Uh, they've still got Sean Hutchinson, who's second biggest shit house in the league behind Ben Pearson. Ooh. Where um, does Daniel Ayala fit into that list? Third. <laughs> <laughs> does that put click fourth? Yeah. Uh, Kadeem Harris and Adam Reach on wings are a bit hit and miss, but they can be good. Uh, Jordan Rhodes, you know. He, I don't even know what to think of him anymore. Jordan Rhodes suddenly scored like, didn't he score like a hat trick out of nowhere against Forest the other week? So he might be back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, a, they're a decent side. They're playing well. I mean,. I'm not sure where they are in the league now, but I know that if it, they're still low enough, if they got anything more than 12 points took off them, they could be in trouble. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say, yeah, we're at home. I'm going to I'm going to go 2-0. Uh, again, with us being at home, I actually agree with you on this one. I think that we'll be all right. I'm going to say they're quite solid, so I'm going to say 1-0. Yeah. I don't want to make Tom Lee's too upset. I still like him. Yeah. So... Yeah, we should be then good to do one just after that Chef Wednesday game before you leave the country. Yeah. I may be very tired because I w- w- I'm pretty sure I'm on nights that week. The nighttime tennis. I think tennis. I think my nights start the Sunday night after that game. Yeah. But that means I'm not going to work until half nine, ten o'clock at night. So we could do one before I go. I'd be more sympathetic if you hadn't just had... Three and a half weeks off work. I haven't just had three and a half weeks off. I've, Sorry, just, if... had, I've just had two and a half weeks off. I've got another week left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, I could be more sympathetic, but but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that'll do us for episode sixty-one. I've no idea how long that was. That could have been anything between forty minutes and I'm an not hour. Even wearing and, a watch. Could have been oh, between forty minutes and now and a half. I was miles up. Uh, so it's probably an hour. <laughs> Dom's Dom's got the meter running anyway, so he'll yeah. be fine. Um, obviously, with that, I've predicted two defeats and a win. But I don't care about the Arsenal game. Four points. You uh, got to draw at West Brom and beat Wednesday. I'd say, to be honest, if we came away from those two not losing, I'd be happy. So I'd I'd, I'd take two points. To be honest, it I think wouldn't one, be one, one's a big Yorkshire derby and one is against 
one of the best teams in the division. Away as well. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd take two draws. Two draws won't be a disaster. I just, it's more just, I just want us to get as many points as third, fourth, and fifth. If yeah. we come out of these two not losing any ground. Yeah, to be honest, you're, with the way it's playing out at the moment, we're almost as well off winning one of them and losing the other. Because the others will probably drop points. Yeah. And I'm not worried about whether we come first or second. I'm just worried about being in the top two. Yeah, just keeping that keeping that cushion from third. Yeah. Well, cool. I said 61, didn't I? Because it's weird because we've had two and a halves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll do us for episode 61. Uh, we're on Twitter at Mike White's Pod. You'll see us all over with stuff like that. Oh, thanks, Dom. Leave that in. Uh, hopefully that got picked up. That was uh, Dom just telling us that it's actually episode 62. Uh, and I believe him. <laughs> uh, so, okay. But... <laughs> and... <laughs> And that's definitely staying in there. And now he's saying for right, the Dan was right in the first place. So fuck you, Dom. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the stuff we write, which luckily we don't have to number, <laughs> goes up on for it altogether, which is on Twitter at thiu. It's all lufc. Uh, we are bound to get into the more interesting bit now because the transfer window's coming up, and that means that if I maybe I should change my morals and just start posting clickbaity stuff. Jack has already got nine articles about Dwight Gale. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. That's why I knew. That's why I knew I could say I, I'll I'll see ten articles by January fourth. <laughs> I've written them. seven of them. <laughs> yeah, why Leeds should sign Dwight Gale? Why Leeds should sign Che Adams? Why Leeds? Why Victor Orta is a massive twat if Leeds don't sign Luis Suarez? <laughs> <laughs> Radrizani backers or get out there. Like. <laughs> yeah. I don't, why aren't we signing these players? <laughs> that's the market we want to be in, so that's the market we should be in. <laughs> Premier League prices for Premier League players. The same programme that brought you Michael Tong, Michael Brown and Paul Green. <laughs> Premier <laughs> League players. <laughs> I, was just, I was about to go into the Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I reckon that'll do us. What time are we on? Ah, plenty of time. Right. Cool. I've been Jack. See ya. I've been Casey. Have a good one. In a bit. <laughs>